Hey guys, welcome back to the first ever episode of a new series on our podcast called School Visit. Now, before we get in, I'd like to say that now me and RC both have microphones, so hopefully both our audio qualities are much better right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I just copped a microphone last week. Uh, you know, I'm really happy because I don't want to sound like ass like in the first and second. I hope this one's better than the second one. I'm not too sure. But yeah, you heard it from Chinmay, guys. Uh, welcome to our very first uh, special series, School Visit 1. Chinmay, would you like to tell our listeners what uh, School Visit, uh, um, what our School Visit segment or series is all right before we go all into that we need to do our signature sentences this is mm-hmm. rh and michael carney and over in the philippines yeah this is rc chanko guys don't forget and you're listening to school disclosures yes sir All right, guys. So as uh, as RC requested me to say, uh, this is a brand new series on our podcast, uh, School Visit. So this is where we have our chief guest of the show. Uh, so every series, every episode in this series of uh, School Visit, we will be having a different special guest on our show. Uh, regardless of age, they're generally be in high school. Some of some of them could be uh, supposed graduates, as we have one today with us. Uh, so, RC, would you like to introduce today's chief guest? Yes, sir. For our school visit one, our guest special guest speaker is Roshan Shrestha. Roshan Shrestha, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, say some things about yourself uh, to our listeners here. Hi. Oh my God. Thank you for having me here. You're welcome. Um, My name's Roshan. I'm Nepali and 18, and I'm most mostly known for my art. I guess most people call me uh, the art kid, but also the the therapist kid for some reason. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I see. I see the um, the image that you've got on your Zoom as your profile picture. Is that drawn by you? Oh no! This was not drawn by me, but this was drawn by my very close friend on Instagram. Um, it was a birthday gift, actually. Oh wow, that looks amazing! Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, I love it. So you're called the therapist kid. Uh, why is that? Um. So most of the time, like people come to me for I don't know advice and like. You know, whenever someone's upset in class, people generally come to me to okay. ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's kind of why I'm dubbed the therapist kid mm-hmm. of the class. Therapist wow. okay. kid of the class. May I just ask, what's your zodiac sign? <laughs> Funnily enough, it's Cancer. Cancer for the win, emotional people. So I mean, it kind of makes sense how you're able to, you know, reach out to your friends. It's cool being branded. I agree. How does it feel being branded as a therapist kid? Trusted. I feel trusted. Like mm-hmm. people trust me. Hmm. Oh yeah. Just one more question regarding your art. I mean, um, Chinmay. Me and you, you know, we're not strangers. <laughs> we went to the mm-hmm. same school, same same class, same batch. Definitely. Uh-huh. And uh, we, you know, aside from knowing it just because uh, for our podcast, we'd just like to know, I'd like to know, what type of art do you usually do? 
like on on the p on do you draw on the iPad or? Oh, uh, I do mostly digital art, mm-hmm. and I draw on a graphics tablet that's connected to my mm-hmm. computer or laptop. Whoa, you know? sophisticated! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, digital. Does it? Does is it easier to draw on digital, or would you? Um, there's like pros and cons to both mm-hmm. digital and traditional, which is like you know, mm-hmm. like painting and stuff. Uh, for digital, it's definitely easier to correct a mistake, but mm-hmm. also there's a big like issue with disorientating. You know, like it's very disorientating because your hand is not like mm-hmm. drawing on the screen. So like you're mm-hmm. drawing on a graphics tablet that's connected to the screen. That so it's like a weird disconnect. But uh-huh. yeah, it can. I, be, I don't like, think easy. with the with the graphics tablet, I think you don't exactly get that friction, right? When you draw. Uh, unlike when you draw uh, on proper paper. paper, yeah, that that's also an issue. But for iPad users, it's gen like they generally don't have this problem because oh, they I have see. a you know a direct pen to the screen. Right, the Apple pencil. Um. Well, all right. I guess that was a very very in depth introduction about your art, uh, Russian. <laughs> um. Once again, <laughs> we would like to welcome you onto our podcast. All right. So for the listeners who aren't aware of uh, how this is going to work, it's basically divided up into three segments: the past, present, and the future. So in the past, uh, in the past segment, we will be talking about the guests' um, initial stages of education, how they have reached up to this point. Um, while in the present one, which would be the second segment, we'd be talking about the current situation they face and the current um, obstacles they are uh, facing and going through right now. And of course, the last segment, which would be the future, we will talk about their career plans, their uh, universities, etc., what their plans are. And I guess to give an idea to the younger ones of, uh, you know, maybe possible cues and clues as to where their interests may lay and uh, which university might end up suiting them the most, which one they might find interesting. Starting off with the first one, uh, the past. So Russian. Are there any, you know, things you'd like to establish about your education up to, you know, a couple months back? Oh, um, so I, I'm not like a veteran like most of you guys here. I think the both of you were very veteran to the school, but I joined school when I was in fifth grade. So like the beginning of my middle school, like okay. the the school that I'm in current in in right now right um well there i can't entirely remember a lot of uh a lot of like interesting moments before 10th grade uh-huh. but i do remember this one <laughs> very uh vivid memory of me sitting next to a student in class and then immediately turning to them and saying that they're going to be my friend from now on and possibly best friend like on my first day of school. So that was a very interesting start to my school. Right. So you talked about how um, it was your first day at school and surprisingly, you didn't exactly cry like most of us did. And instead, uh, you ended up becoming best friends with the person sitting right beside you with just one line saying, let's be friends. Are, are you still friends with them right now or... Oh, definitely. I'm still friends with them, though. Uh, conversation has been a little bit strained because they uh, moved to a different school 
So, but they're still very close. That's for sure. Well, that's amazing. You know, having <laughs> it, it's 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 one thing to have friends in your grade, and then it's one thing to have friends that have been in your grade till this point. RC and I have known each other for for I can't I don't God even know how many how years. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. too many. We cried on our first day. That's oh yeah, like out for of my sure. experience, I cried on my for first day. Sure, yeah. So, hearing your side uh, regarding your first day, first day. Um, could you correct me? Your first day, right? Yeah, first day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, not crying. <laughs> you must be godlike. <laughs> yeah, you must have had some courage to go up to the school yeah. on the first day. Uh, it's the childish innocence. Now I'm not the same. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the case with everyone out here. Mm-hmm. Well, so, um, Roshan, you said that you joined your current school in fifth grade, I believe, right? Yep. So, uh, had did you have to shift countries before the fifth grade or to change schools, etc.? Oh uh, yeah. So I I'm initially born in Nepal, but um, since when I was young, I had to like move from Nepal to Japan several times. But uh-huh. uh, it was the biggest uh, shock or culture shock for me when I moved from uh, from Nepal to Japan for the fifth grade class. Um, though it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be, right. like adapting to the surroundings mm-hmm. because I was already like a super like at home kind of kid right. in Nepal. So like being in Japan, it was the same thing, just a different room, you know, that, that mm-hmm, type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as hard. And mind I say you were in you are in an international school right now. So I'm it might have been a case where because you came to an international school where there were a lot of uh there may have been a lot of people from uh neighboring nationalities or the same nationality as yourselves. It, was it did you feel like if you were to have gone to a Japanese school or a public school Uh, you would have had more severe changes or, you know, a bit more stressful situations? Oh, absolutely. I was a very alienated kid in, like, my older school already, like, because of my, like, darker skin tone and whatnot. So, like, being in Japan in 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 an unfamiliar environment where I would also be, you know, like, alienated for those features... I don't think I would have like adapted that well to it. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's really interesting of me to like hear from those who've you know changed schools um, between their primary career, primary education. I mean, because um, I'm not RC. I think it the same applies to you. If you've mm-hmm. we've barely changed schools, I've been in the same school mm-hmm. since kindergarten and I'm graduating from it, so I have little to no, no experience in you know changing schools a new environment for education for me. I haven't really experienced that, which is why I find it really interesting, you know, to mm-hmm. see so many other people uh, who have stories about how they've changed schools and all. So, uh, Roshan, how many, how many times have you had to change schools in total? I think four times, though I can't entirely remember because most of the changing happened when I was, like, in kindergarten or, you know, ah, like, okay. in the early ages. Mm-hmm. So, like, my biggest, like, change was coming to Japan for fifth grade. Right. And, you know, 
being an adult and coming to a foreign country is different than being a child and coming to a foreign country. At least, mm-hmm. you know, being an adult, you're kind of aware of the situation that's going around you. But as a child, you'd be so curious to know about even the little, little minute details of, you know, the changes that occur around you. You'd be so curious and then you'd ask your parents and then you'd get the blamings and scoldings for being too irritating. <laughs> so I, uh, I also have a point that I'd like to make regarding that, right? Uh, just for the listeners who might not be aware, uh, Chinmay, Roshan, and I, we're bo- we're all, all three of us are what you would call um, a TCK, a third culture kid. Uh, yeah. A kid who's made a third culture um, growing up in a country that they're not from. Uh, right. But did not live or did not grow up in where their nationality, like in their home country, you could say. Mm-hmm. So um, we do have different experiences compared to the people who grew up in their um, native country and stayed there and uh, for most of their lives. So we might not have changed uh, school. So, you know, uh, we do relate in some ways, but there's there are also lots of differences that we face. Pros and cons, just like what Roshan said, uh, moving to Japan and all that. Roshan, I'd just like to ask... Um, you moving to another country, um, it, just like what you said, there are issues. But did it? Did you ha- sort of? Did it kind of make it easier for you in some ways? Like, did you find advantages of you living in another country like Japan? Well, one thing I, I could I, I'll think about or I'd say is you know Japan being a first world country. Is there any um, pros that you might add to that? Even you, Chinmei. Oh, definitely. Like, um, <laughs> being in Nepal was kind of a, what do you call it? Like, like I said before, it was an isolating experience because it wasn't e- exactly safe in the street mm-hmm. to be like, you know, a kid running around. So I never really got to venture outside a lot unless I was with an adult or something. But mm-hmm. coming to Japan, I was a lot more freer and a lot more independent. Right. To like roam around the streets and go to places by myself, go to school by myself, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Traveling with friends. It was it's it's a lot more um like there was a lot more advantages here because it's you know safer in the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I think you also know, for, oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um also another thing was like the the crossing here was so much easier than Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> like there's proper all, traffic. All our lines. countries, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I yeah, remember yeah. RC talking about the uh, his experiences in the Philippines of like traffic and all in Metro oh Manila. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't get me started, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I I I nearly freaked out when you said that. Uh, you've seen people pull out guns at court. Holy crap! Who, that, who? You, I remember you talking about it. I don't know if you were exaggerating or not back then, but that really freaked me out. I I was probably um like doing like I was probably exaggerating in that I one think bit. You were, but yeah, um the the you know the the gunshot uh you know like people hearing gunshots and all like people joke around it like even if it's like <laughs> happened in some places already, wow. um especially in the rough areas. You feel me? Right, but. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the cul-de-sac or what you would you would you know regard as a cul-de-sac here in the Philippines so I think I'm all, uh-huh. I'm fine 
you know, um, I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about your security. I'm pretty sure you're doing right over there. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm fine. Like, even if it's not a first world country like Tokyo, I'm still privileged to be living where I am here right. and yeah. stuff like that. The, uh, the, so, yeah. the reason why I actually asked is I wanted to ask you, RC, that, you know, mm-hmm. you've lived in Japan where it's mm-hmm. very secure. And as yeah. Russian mentioned, you know, even the smallest things like, crossing the road etc it, it's a very easy task for us as there are signals everywhere and crossings everywhere um now i know as soon as you went back to your country uh, the covid lockdown and almost have started for you but unlike russian who transitioned from a third world country to japan mm-hmm. uh it was quite the reverse for you and you know mm-hmm. having a yeah. recent experience because you've just went back you know how could you relate to Roshan and how could you you know contradict what Roshan had to say or regarding moving from one place to another uh, re- moving from Japan back to your home country um, I moved back to the Philippines um, 2020 right but um, Roshan moved from Nepal to Japan when she was young right mm-hmm, yeah am, am, I, am I correct they you- uh Yes, um, like I was like what twelve ish. Twelve, okay, twelve. Yes, so I mean, twelve and eighteen, seventeen were all young, but you know what I mean when you were when you were younger, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, you see, since I've already experienced moving from one country to another, because I did move from the Philippines to Japan when I was four, five, right? Adjusting and getting used to. Uh, the Philippine environment from Japan, it actually was easier than I expected. Um, oh, that's most great. probably because, huh? That's that was that's that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause uh, you know, I also I, I also didn't expect that to happen. I thought I would be like the the loner because you know I don't know people here, right? Right. But maybe it's because the of the experience, the third culture kid thing, where um, you know. You've, you've, you know, we have more exposure as third culture kids. So maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that aspect, we're able to, you know, sort of adapt quite quickly um, compared to uh, the others who, you know, grew up in their native country and right. stayed there. I mean, we, we've moved places, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I um, remember, yeah. I remember RC telling me about like his like, you know, worries about like being the, you know, oh, the gosh. isolated yeah. kid and stuff. But it's mm-hmm. actually really nice to see you, like you know, thrive, like in your new schools and everything. It's it's mm. actually really like right, know, yeah. makes me proud, makes me happy to Thank see you, you happy. Don't <laughs> make me cry. The fuck. And, and actually, uh, speaking of um, third world countries and you know, um, moving to Japan and living in Japan as a student, as a child from third world country uh russian you have an organization right that focuses more on the um indian subcontinent the the, the south asian south asian um would you like to talk a bit more about that you can give them a shout out right off over here yeah sure um it's not an organization but it is a com- community that, ah, that okay. we're trying to okay. build together um it's it's an instagram account called brown in japan which basically focuses on you know being brown in japan <laughs> like being from the south asian subcontinent um it's basically like an instagram account that's like 
informative like that okay. we make informative posts there mm-hmm. but like you know both like international stuff as well right. as like you know specific being brown stuff so um, it, so also, instead of completely focusing on the brown community in japan you do focus on other international topics as well well not international topics but we do focus on topics in general like sexism or you know um mental health you know those right. kind of stuff okay. Okay, that's interesting. All right, uh, listeners, uh, do give a follow at Brown in Japan on Instagram. I think in this, uh, probably we'll be ha- uploading a snippet of this episode as well. So um, Russian's account will be linked in there. So do give her a Thank follow. You. Check out her artwork. It is amazing. Trust us. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, coming back to the past segment, I think we have spent a lot of time on past, but I've just had one last question to ask you. Um, you know, you we talked about you transitioning to japan and uh, settling down over here and um you said you've had your experiences over here that were worth talking about um once you did get settled in your school and you continued it till about 10 and 11th grade um how how did you experience it like did you was it was it a did you start kind of forgetting about your early on experiences before you came to Japan or did you always end up correlating them? Well, um, it's safe to say that my experiences in the newer school was a lot more positive than the one in my older school. And mm. like, thanks to the nicer, like, I, I will say that like our class or our batch was one of the nicest batch I've ever oh, yeah, seen. For sure, for sure. Yeah, like, oh, I, like it's very union. <laughs> Like oh it's very God. community based. I'm, I'm I love t- the class. RC, you know, I think actually RC might not be aware, and a lot of the other listeners might not be aware. We are the best batch. Period. <laughs> There is no other batch that is better than us that is uh, in the lower grades, and I'm telling you, it it kind of like degrades by grade. Sounds very patriarch, you know, I, very patriarchy. But I agree. It, it, it's true. most it's cases. Facts. It's facts. I mean. Uh, the year below us and the year below them it's it just gets degrading and i don't mean to like offend any of the listeners that are uh, (laughs) years below us but i I, as russian mentioned i you know uh being a part of the uh class of 2021 which uh at least from our perspectives is one of the best classes that will be graduating from our school this Mm -hmm. year Even those who are not in not gonna uh, lie, yeah, uh huh, not gonna lie, man, <laughs> not gonna lie, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> and yeah. Like, it might be a little biased, but yeah, yeah. and <laughs> sorry, sorry to cut your chin way out there, but dude, we beat, we've beaten seniors and juniors in sports, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, w- you know, uh, when it came to uh tournaments or anything History that's club related. Right? Oh my we dominated God, our badge yeah, dominated our, yeah and it's yeah, not it's- only those who are graduating right now that are in our school it's those who mm-hmm. were a part of our school as well like uh, yeah like yourself and mm-hmm. others who did leave the school but were uh, with us for quite some time you know we mm-hmm. are I, i think uh those kids uh that are graduating this year are um very very unique <laughs> <laughs> and very yeah. experienced because of all the changes we had to adapt right. to yeah. Like the teachers, the principals, 
All right, and as because we were talking about graduating, actually, I think we can automatically move on to the present segment. I think that's a oh, perfect yeah, time to totally. go to mm-hmm. that. All right, uh, so this is the second segment, the present. All right, so this is our second segment, present. So our batch, as we just talked about a couple seconds ago, uh, it's superior. <laughs> no. <laughs> No comment. I was yeah. I was I was gonna extend it a bit, but sure, okay, that's one sentence yeah. to mention it. <laughs> but um, you know, our batch uh, is one of the graduating batch that is uh, facing a lot of issues due to the obviously going on pandemic around the world. You know, um, which is why, as RC said, it, it is very unique to see a situation where we are graduating. I mean, it's a pandemic, <laughs> which is. Not something I expected uh, two, three years back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. Uh, we... Like our exams have been pushed back so many times that we don't even know when we're graduating. Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Russian, you being the uh, guest for tonight, uh, I just I wanted to ask your side of experience. You know, these past two years, 11th and 12th grade, um, from what I've seen, it was a hassle for you to choose the subjects you were most interested in choosing. And on top of that, you know, the COVID strikes and we are all forced to go online. So uh, you can share a bit of your experience with us. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I guess um, in a sense that my choices were one of the unique ones, like when it came to the subject choices. Right, um, yeah in like because i'm a very like what do you call it i'm a humanities type student Uh i wasn't entirely interested in science nor was i entirely interested in commerce so i took a lot of subjects that were like weirdly in between and weirdly underground uh like you know like i took the politics the legals you know i took the psychologies (laughs) and to throw in a bit more confusion i took the engineering graphics um, because that was the only art related subject okay and so that basically put me in this place where I didn't really belong into any categories in school right and I believe no one had chosen that um that those subject those bunch of subjects before in our school oh absolutely I was the only political science student and like one of three in legal studies and one of four in in uh, engineering graphics. So yeah. Oh wow! So very... the other than the English classes, you probably had only like four or five other people in your other classes. Uh, other than psychology, yeah. Wow. It was a very uh, weird experience. Um, a lot of my uh, classes never like were scheduled properly. <laughs> Right. So, right. like, I would have this weird, like, gaps between classes where mm-hmm. I would just sit in, like, one of your classes. Like, I would sit on the back in the back of the physics class and just listen to the teacher talk there <laughs> or or the biology and, like, just interact with people there. Oh, for, for most of the time, I wasn't a bother for them. So there was that. There were yeah. a few times, though, where uh, some of her teachers did get... Uh... <laughs> yeah 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 definitely. Okay. maybe some of the listeners aren't aware 
but in my previous school, my previous school, uh, but the current school for Chinmay and Roshan, um, we some of our classrooms were together ish. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, when Roshan would do her engineering, in, engineering graphics, right? The other sure. side of the classroom would be us physics students. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, 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 oh, my oh my god. Oh my god. And I would be like sitting in the corner drawing like you know cubes and stuff <laughs> and then you guys would be there like you know simultaneously having a class uh, uh, the power the power <laughs> of our teachers to be able to teach two subjects badly at a time <laughs> the power of multitasking <laughs> badly <laughs> we we we're also um uh the first school in Japan to um be eco-friendly by making classrooms in the hallway. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, dude, you have no idea. I had to sit there. Dude, oh my god. My class experience of my sitting in the in the corridor. Loud, no, me me cold? and RC me, me and RC never actually had the chance to attend the class in the corridors. <laughs> but I think you've had a couple times, right? I think you had your legal studies. Oh yeah God. okay so my legal studies class was unique for sure in the sense that we never had a proper class <laughs> so we would we would always spend the first like 10 minutes of class walking around school to find an empty classroom <laughs> every single time it was so bad oh my god well you got your exercise in <laughs> <laughs> definitely oh wow <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm sorry we, to all the listeners. We had we had classrooms that were full size. Those were divided mm. into half. And now on top of that, <laughs> we're, we're we have classrooms. mobile classrooms. <laughs> <laughs> what is next? Teaching in the bus? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, they, divide the room further into oh four. <laughs> The first four seats are for English students. In in the bus? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Memories yeah. uh, from our school, guys. Uh, you know, uh, Russian, for some of your classes, you only had like four or five people. But then for the English class, all of us were together. And <laughs> there were like... Like 40 of us in one classroom. Oh my god. Oh, it and was one, such one, a contrast. When one teacher on crack that was able to teach us properly. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, oh. our English teachers were always changing. There you was had, never like, a five proper teachers English. in one year. Literally, and each of those teachers would just leave after the first year. Like they would get sick of our shit, and then and it went leave. to a point where, and it, <laughs> and it went to a point where those English teachers weren't English teachers anymore. They started teaching us life skills. Oh my! Oh my the God. one teacher he had beef with like two of our classmates, <laughs> bro. I think that was me. One of them was me. No, it wasn't you. It was two what? other students. That was, uh, yeah. I remember there was one teacher. And, uh, <laughs> that was the other. We teacher. Were, I think we were singing during class or something. All the oh boys. my god! And, oh, I remember. I swear, I recorded that. I'm pretty sure oh, I recorded yeah. this. <laughs> I don't know. I need to check. Because then we started humming or something. 
<laughs> and then um she, she made all of us stand up and uh, oh we were we were outside and I think I did go and apologize at the end but then <laughs> one of the students actually for some reason fake snitched and came up to us and said that we might be suspended <laughs> which was just bro we didn't realize why because we sung we were being suspended but yeah at the end it was a false alarm and uh, <laughs> yeah we didn't get suspended uh, other than that the memories that came into my mind it's just us <laughs> purposely trying to piss off the kids <laughs> their oh reactions are the best playing tennis uh, <laughs> yeah we digress but that was a good laugh uh i mean that is the present so right. yeah it that is, is the present oh yeah. it is okay right it's not too much of digression so yeah Oh man, that was ah, oh, that was. Oh, yeah, that was just so just fun. just to answer, just to ask another question to Roshan, just to break break this <laughs> break this laughter spree. <laughs> Roshan, what's the best subject that you've had and the worst subject you've had so far? Oh, oh my mm-hmm. god, the worst subject definitely math and physics. I am not a math oh, and physics she... student. I am very bad at math, so automatically I was bad at both of those. <laughs> But uh-huh. my best or my best subject so far is political science. And nice. the, the worst part is because like for the 11th grade, the entire year I had to teach myself political science because they, they would they did they didn't assign me a proper teacher. So one of our older English teachers were the one trying to teach me political science, but oh, in the end wow. she gave up. She wasn't a full-time teacher for Paul Science? No, oh, I mean, that is crazy. She would teach me after school. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, hats off to her for taking the efforts, even though she wasn't, you know, the full time teacher. Yeah, but yeah. it all throughout eleventh grade, I had to. De- Thank God for YouTube, man. The Indian guys on YouTube, <laughs> they're my they're my lifesaver. <laughs> they're they're the one who helped me get through 11th grade political science. India, India is a secular country. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Have you guys heard that? Uh, have you guys heard the news that I think it, it's the 10th, and 10th grade textbooks? Uh, <laughs> they, they removed the secularism chapter. They did. No, they, oh, they removed the secularism chapter from uh, 12th grade. Oh, did they? Like, like for the reduced chapters, wow. which is very un- this is which is very ironic considering the situation. But it, you know, it is yeah 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 it, it absolutely is. Uh, you know, we first read the news of what's happening in India regarding the secularism, and then they removed these um, the subject chapters. of secularism in the textbooks, yeah. which is yeah, it was it was quite quite a shock actually for me when I read. Right. Um, it was just happiness for me because it was less things to study. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that there goes, I guess, your 12, 11th and 12th grade education. And now, you know, you slowly start to move on to your, uh, to deciding where you want to go uh, for your further education. So are you planning on going to university um, just for the listeners? Oh, absolutely. Uh, funnily enough, I was literally writing my personal essay right before the the podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, would you like to tell us what you'd be focusing on or what course you'd be interested in taking? Oh, definitely arts. Like, that's my main 
you know, I've suffered through enough of general education with school. I want to focus on art. That's the only that's, thing that, I want to do. Yeah, that's that's perfect. And have you decided as to where you'd like to go and study or? Oh yeah. Uh, should I mention the college name? Uh, you can or... mention the country if you, or the oh, college okay, if you're so... fine with it. Oh yeah, I'm fine with this. Um, like right now, due to the whole pandemic and stuff, like I'm not mm. entirely like sure if I want to go abroad. So I'm right, applying yeah. to Japanese colleges. Um instead like uh, not japanese but in japan colleges right so and in- english courses english courses which was actually really hard to find right, for okay. my like preferred mm-hmm. curriculum and i'm pretty sure uh, there would be others in um uh, uh those who are a year younger than us who are interested in taking arts courses like yourself so i guess uh, we can move on to the third segment in this which is the future and beyond where we get a little serious about um you know our your application process and you know your university choices and how you were able to decide on what you'd like to do oh chinmay before before we move on to uh our future segment of our lovely uh um school (laughs) visit with our special guest here i just wanted to ask another question to go ahead yeah um it's it it can it's kind of related with the both past and present segments if you were to change, okay, this could be your personal life or, or your school life. If you if you were to change maybe one or two things in the past, I mean, to make pr- the present, you know, a teeny bit, yeah, somewhat easier and, and much better for you. I mean, what, what would you have done? Definitely what I would have done was like, you know, figure out my way of learning things earlier. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I only started thriving in, like, 11th and 12th grade because I finally figured out how, like, how I learn better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mainly because I could never, like, you know, fully understand or fully, like, take in the education like we were getting through our teachers directly. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would do. I think I mean, it's better late than never, though. You were able to... learn your learning styles in 11th and 12th grade which is actually amazing because oh um, all right without further ado let's move on to the a bit more serious segment of our uh today's podcast the future and beyond and we're back Uh, now is the future segment uh, where we talk about Roshan and their school journey. Uh, before we continue, we, I just want to make a small apology um, uh, for misusing uh, Roshan's pronouns. Uh, regarding pronouns, my pronouns are he, him. How about you, Chinmay? What are your pronouns? They are he, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roshan, uh, how about your pronouns? Oh, I go by they, them. Yes. And uh, again, we just like to apologize Uh We'll do our best to, of course, uh, use uh, our right pronouns here in this uh, lovely podcast that we have. So, Roshan, regarding uh, your future plans. Oh, definitely. Um, one thing I would like to say is like, you know, while like this is like a warning for everyone younger than us, I guess. Mm-hmm. Try to try to list down all your like achievements, like no matter how minute, like Absolutely. how small it seems just just write it down somewhere and just keep a list it's very helpful for college applications um 
but yeah my future plans is i'm hoping to get like an animation or art degree and yes. hopefully <laughs> hopefully get into you know big programs oh that's amazing about you know, art <clears throat> shit <clears throat> my throat oh, my god <laughs> Hey, Darth hey, Vader. Hey. <laughs> wait, 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 you know when phlegm gets stuck in your throat, I had to get that shit down. Anyway, um, my what I was saying is, <laughs> I, I potentially, I potentially see Roshan doing like you know an animation or um I making, do. yeah, 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 making infographics potentially for mm-hmm. YouTube channel, something big, Roshan. I think you can. Thank you. Really pull that off. Yeah, and you know you are living in a country where um, anime and animation and yeah il- illustrations is such a big thing. Uh, yeah, definitely. So I, I you know I truly believe that you have a lot of uh, potential to you know succeed very well um, if you do remain if you do stay in Japan. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, it's very nice to hear that. And you know, uh, Russian, you talked about. Um, having a list of all the different universities that you know we would want to prepare ourselves for mm-hmm. when exactly did you start making this list well to be fair i did start making my list of achievements very late into the game mainly mm-hmm. because like i wasn't really aware of how important it would be also because i thought most of those achievements weren't that like you know important or very like wasn't very relevant to things but um i probably started writing down all my achievements like around a year or so ago and my mm-hmm. list is actually very long and it's very nice mm-hmm. to see all of my work that's, that's really good yeah 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 um, just, just one more point i'd like to add um whatever roshan said is is really good advice guys and um I've just started doing this uh, this year in this academic year, which just ended for me because it's summer break now for me. Um, <laughs> get your all your achievements down because you won't have to be pressured and you know backtracking all your certificates, blah blah blah. When you're starting to write your essays for the colleges and universities that you're applying to, and the, as to what Shinmei said regarding keeping your universities right, it's good to have. Um, two to three universities, main universities that you want to aim. It's also good to have another extra three for like uh, right. kind of like a uh, a fallback. You feel me? Right. And so you know, I've I've different. seen a couple of students who have nearly applied to like fifteen different universities across the world. Now, Holy that is crap. absolutely useless. You know, you're you're basically <laughs> spending money applying to these universities and all you're getting is even if you get a offer from there the only thing that you have is a point to brag about saying i got an offer from this country this university where in reality you aren't even gonna consider um doing your studies in that particular university so you know a lot of counselors would say this but as rc mentioned have two to three main universities that you'd like to apply to you know um, they could be your dream universities. They could be universities that have maybe the most research output, have a good program of your likings, etc. As well as have few safety universities that uh, are not your 
primary options, but they are good to be kept in case of a situation where you do not end up um, successful in either of the primary universities. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it's me. It's true. Like, you know, like I'm sure a lot of like the younger people here are like sick of the whole like plan for your college or, you know, that kind of rants from everyone. Um, right. But it's true. It's really good to have, like, you know, more research and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's that's actually one, um, not mistake, but one point I missed while doing my studies for university is that um, I did, fo- I have to admit, I did focus more on the university's rankings and the university's reputation more than the quality of the education or the course structure or the exact subject that you'd be undertaking there and you know how the course works etc so um i had applied to a lot of universities simply based on the fact not a lot a couple universities just based on their uh, world rankings which um a few months later, I did realize it was absolutely uh, a hideous idea to begin with. So those who are applying to universities, um, I, re- I would recommend you to do try to apply to good ranked universities. They need not be uh, challenge ranked, like a very competitive, but well ranked. But instead, you should focus more on whether or not that particular course that you're undertaking is going to suit you. In addition, I'd really recommend if you do look up the professors in the university, they're all listed out on the website. So a little bit of search, a little bit of digging, and you can get all of the information. Uh, to all the international students aspiring <clears throat> to study in the UK, uh, Durex offers students a 20% discount with the valid totem card. So if you want to get free key, uh, uh, it's best to uh, get freaky in university <laughs> while being. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's good advice. Good advice. Right. Yeah. And once again, if you'd like to um, give us, a f- <laughs> if you'd like to give us a few tips, um, and you know, ask a few questions or give us advice uh, that we we'd love to consider on the next episode, do contact us on our Instagram at school disclosures or Gmail us at school disclosures at gmail.com. Now, please do ignore RC laughing in the background. <laughs> uh, our personal IG handles are also in our podcast bio. So if you want to give us a DM, uh, maybe shoot your shot. Uh, Chin may single. I'm single. Go ahead and text <laughs> us. And also guys, um, Russian's handle will be mentioned in one of our snippets, so do give them a follow. Uh, they've got some amazing artwork. So, um, yeah, Russian, it was great to have you on today's episode with us. Thank you we, so much. We are honored. It was really amazing for us when you stepped in um, and and you know volunteered to be a part of this first brand new series of our podcast. We are very grateful for having you up here, dude. I'm very honored to be here. Um, I'm glad that you guys picked me. <laughs> like, thank you. We it's a very fun time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we <laughs> hope you like this interview, Roshan. And that's it. We'd like to thank you, Roshan, again for taking your precious time and being with us and having us interview you regarding your school journey, past, present, future, and beyond. Listeners, 
Thank you for listening till the end of this episode on our brand new series uh, called School Visit featuring Roshan Shrestha in our first episode. I'm Chinmay Gokarni and over in the Philippines. I am R.C. Chanko and you're listening to School Disclosure. See you all next week. Bye-bye. Skirt, skirt.